good day, everyone. This is Cesar Lopez with uh, Talk for Freedom. As always, I thank you for coming back and listening to us uh, here on iTunes and Google Play. And we appreciate you all listening to our last couple of episodes with For Her and Chuck Paul talking about the impacts that COVID-19 is having on the organizations. We're joined today by two uh, ladies from A Ransom Life, uh, Ceresa and Haley, who will also share a little bit about the impacts that COVID-19 is having on their organization. What are they doing differently? How are they still serving the community as well and the, the women that they serve? But thank you so much. Um, ladies, you want to go ahead and introduce yourselves and tell us a little bit more about your uh, role in the organization? Yeah, I'll start. So I'm Ceresa and um, I'm the Director of Operations for Ransom Life. And so I kind of do a little bit of everything. <laughs> Um, and I've been, I originally started with Ransom Life back in 2015, I believe. Yes. Um, as a volunteer, as one of the mentors. And so, um, came on staff a few years after that and just love the organization and the impact that it's having in San Antonio. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. And so I'm Haley. Um, I am the assistant program manager at Ransom Life and I've been with the organization a a little over six months now. Um, So I do everything related to the girls. Um, So whether it, whether they're in placement, detention, choir facility, um, out in the community, anything having to do with them, that's kind of my niche. Awesome. So you you both have really important roles in the organization. And first of all, let me just say thank you for uh, serving, you know, this this group of women who really need support. And so we appreciate everything that you're doing. Uh, so our last few episodes have been different because we're now in this uh, world with COVID-19 and it's impacted everyone and it's also impacting your organization. So tell us a little bit about what is it, how is it impacting uh, Ransom Life right now and what you're doing? Um. I'll start. So I guess I'll just give a super broad overview for those of you that aren't familiar with Ransom Life. So we work with youth in the community um, that have been caught up in sex trafficking or that are considered high risk to be in trafficked. And so we work with obviously a very high risk population. And so the effects of COVID have been um pretty big on the population that we work with just because uh, we provide mentoring and counseling for them. And all of that has had to go to virtual platforms, um, which has been difficult just with the demographic that we serve, whether they don't have access to um, those virtual platforms or um, just not being able to meet them in person and be that consistent uh, face for them where, you know, we were having contact with them, some of them multiple times a week. And now that's um, all gone to virtual platforms, whether it's Zoom calls or telephone calls or anything like that. So we're not actually being able to physically connect with them. And so that's been, that's been hard on our mentoring side. There's been um, a lot of challenges that we've had to work through with that, um, that I'll have Haley go into um, some detail and a little bit just of how we're doing that with the mentoring, just because it's been just very different because we're sure. not getting to do, we typically have done group um, activities with them on the weekends and then the mentors would be meeting with them as well. And so all of that has kind of stopped um, yeah. just with all the COVID stuff going on. So um, that's the impact it's had on our mentoring. Our counseling has also gone virtual. Um, so we were absolutely still 
counseling them. Um, that never, there was never a lag in that. We immediately went to like telehealth, um, to be able to continue to meet with them just because there's a lot of trauma there. So, um, we've continued that as well. And then, um, another, the kind of the third arm of ransom life is our community engagement side, uh, where we're educating the community about sex trafficking and the red flags. And, um, and so that as well, hasn't, hasn't stopped either. It's actually, um, I feel like it's been good for us to go virtual on that side, just because we've been able to reach just as many people. We're still reaching the same number that we were when we were physically going and presenting, uh, which is a little over a thousand a month that we're reaching. Um, And so we have different, different presentations for that. Right now we're offering two virtually that is our lures and lies, which is for the youth. Mm -hmm. Um, And it educates them on just basically the red flags of trafficking and how to not get caught up into a trafficking situation. And then we also have a human trafficking and online threats presentation, um, which is more of a general awareness presentation as well as has a lot of resources for parents. Um, So that's been really good. So on that front, Ransom Life really hasn't skipped a beat. Um, With COVID going on, it has been challenging. We've had to get really creative though um, and serving and serving our, our youth. And so I'm going to let Haley talk a little bit about, what that has looked like just with our care yeah. packages and what we're doing for the girls. Real quick, Haley, um, before we get into that. Um, so that's awesome. Congratulations to you guys that you haven't skipped a beat and you've been able to continue to serve you know, the community, the same people. Um, were you guys set up technology-wise when it came to having to go virtual? Um, no. <laughs> well, and that's okay, we, right? You, I mean, a lot of people weren't. A yeah. lot of companies had to figure it out. Yeah, it was a... I mean, we had, we had people on our staff and volunteers that um, were more of like experts in Zoom and stuff. And so we yeah. just tapped into that really quickly. Um, but we didn't already necessarily, we weren't functioning on those platforms already. Yeah. We just kind of shifted very quickly. Right. And that's, <laughs> that's what it's about, being able to adapt, um, right? On a, on a moment's notice when you have to. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's great that you guys were able to figure it out. I think that, that talks a lot about the organization, the leadership that you have, that you're not going to step back and kind of give up and say, okay, well, we're just going to put everything on pause because this is happening. No, you're actually going to figure it out because there's people that need the, the services that you're offering. And so good job on you guys right. and the leadership as well. Um, Cause it's not easy. I know the organization that I work with um, professionally, not, not on a volunteer basis, we have over 30,000 employees, you know, going to work from home and all that stuff. Like people you haven't, we hadn't never done that before, but you have to figure it out, you know? And so it's, it's amazing. You guys were able to do that. So yeah, Haley, tell us a little bit about um, the mentoring side. Yeah. So something I want to touch on before I go into the mentoring side of it, um, just kind of expanding on what Sarisa was talking about. Um, we weren't technologically ready for it, but mm-hmm. even before the shelter in place orders, we saw it coming and, um, we reacted really quickly. And that's something that I'm really proud of for our organization, kind of like you were talking about. Um, but in regards to the mentoring, so, um, with Ransom Life, each girl is paired with a mentor eventually. And um, so we had a lot of girls who were new to the program or um, didn't really have a mentor at that time. So what we actually did was we t- we 
took our resources, our volunteers, um, some community engagement staff that were interested, some of the staff of Ransom Life actually stepped in, and we gave them the title of temporary mentor, where we asked them to reach out to the girls and be with them during this time. Um, so they contact them through through whatever means works for them and their girl. Um, it could be a phone call, it could be a Zoom call, it could be Facebook, it could be any social media platform, um, or care packages. So mm. I, we have a couple of mentors that have been sending their, their girls, temporary mentors or actual mentors, um, the packages, their Amazon, yeah. um, which the girls just love. Um, they, they really feel like they're important during this time. Um, so that's the community side of it. Um, and so we're contacting the community girls at least three times a week. Um, like I said, with ever, which with, with whichever platform, um, Mm -hmm. they like, and then the girls in placement. Um, so that includes detention, um, prior correctional facility. We have a, we have a girl at Hector Garza and we have a girl at the Selena center. Um, and all of those placements, we send care packages once weekly. So that's been about, I think this, this was a six week we've done that. Um, and now it's, it's on average, probably about 30 packages, um, 30 girls that we're, we're sending packages to every week. Um, oh. And those packages include just things to keep them busy during mm-hmm. this time, um, like coloring pages or word searches, or we had a joke book that we were giving out to the girls. We have um, challenges. So um, this last week was create your own song. And it could be a rap. It could be country. Um, we had a rule that there was no profanity in it. But mm-hmm. at the end of the week, these girls do whatever challenge. They present it to a staff member wherever they're located. And then they receive a prize the next week that we send them. Um, first, first, second, and third place. So some, just something to get the girls engaged. And we've had a lot of good feedback with that. Um, yeah not only for the girls, but with the staff, I think that it provide it's providing hope for them. Um, and just kind of getting the girls engaged in something else makes them maybe makes them feel like they don't have to do as much. Um, yeah. there's not as much pressure to, um, keep people from biting or, um, pe- keep the girls engaged. Cause we've kind of taken over a little bit, um, yeah. of that busyness part of it. Um, but we're actually, um, because of the response, we actually have started sending not only to ransom life girls, but we've started sending to every girl in each placement. So we're sending to girls that we don't even know, um, but they're being encouraged and we're sending encouraging letters and scripture and just things to keep them hopeful during this time. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, it sounds like you guys have not slowed down at all. Um, no. In fact, you're probably doing more um, and you're, you're finding creative ways to do things, um, you know, differently. And so that's, that's amazing. And, and at the end of the day, you're going to have um, relationships that you had with uh, new girls that are going to be able to come and enjoy the services that you guys offer. So that's, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. What kind of, um, how is, so we know how it's impacting you and the organization and what you guys are doing differently. What have you heard from the people that you serve? How is this impacting them? Yeah, um, I guess I'll start and then Haley, I'll 
let you add to. Um, so it's impacted a lot of our families kind of in various different ways. So some parents have lost jobs mm -hmm. during this time. And so um, economically, obviously, that's impacted their family. Um, for our girls that we serve, most of the time, their home life is not a good situation. <laughs> yeah. um, even though they're still you know, living at home, but most of the time it's not a good situation. And so now that they are at home all the time, it's really hard on them. And yeah. so we've had, um, surprisingly not as many as I thought would have, but, um, a few of our girls have run away from home. Mm -hmm. And so, um, we're, you know, obviously still trying to find a way to contact them. Um, and just praying that they come back because we know, you know, once they're out there on the street that, their chances of being exploited just go up significantly. So yeah. we have had some of that happen. Um, but I, and I'm not a counselor. I'm sure they can talk to this in more yeah. depth, but I think we have seen an increase in their um, anxiety and depression levels. Of course. Um, just because they're stuck at home, not doing anything. Yeah. So they're tired. They just, they're sleeping a lot. Um, they're not interacting as much as they would be. And so um, I think that's been probably the biggest impact for our girls. And like Haley was talking about, just kind of like a, a lack of hope is kind of sure. uh, what we're seeing too. Um, and so that's why what we're doing is so important. And like what you were talking about, not, not slowing down or not having a pause in that because the people, the, the people that we're serving need our services. Yeah. And so yeah. um, we've been very intentional about trying to find those creative ways to engage them, to provide hope for them because um, they've just kind of been hopeless a little bit during this time. And, and a sure. lot of them um, depend on their mentor and, you know, it's a trusted adult that they have in their life. And so not being able to see them has been very upsetting for the girls um, as yeah. well. And so we're, I mean, we're hoping that, you know, some of this gets lifted quickly <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just for the course, girls yeah. that we serve. Um, but in the meantime, like you're saying, we haven't slowed down just because they need, they need that. But um, Haley, you might be able to add a little bit to how it's affected them. Yeah. I was yeah. going to say, so I, before we go into that, Haley, um, one of the things we've heard with the other organizations that we work with is that now that they're at home, um, and like you said, usually the home is not, it's not always a great place to be because there's maybe some abuse going on, um, whether it's physical, emotional abuse, uh, verbal abuse, and then um, they already have some trauma in their life. And so, you know, that trauma compounded with abuse, whatever kind of abuse it is, then it just makes it harder. Um, and so you're right, they're at, they're, they're at, at risk of, you know, falling into some sort of depression or running away and putting themselves at, mm -hmm. at a higher risk. And so, yeah, the, the work that you all are doing is, is super important, even if it is a, a phone call or a care package um, or a note or a scripture or something that will help them um, put their mind at ease or maybe put their mind in a different area and having thinking about something different than, you know, all the stuff they've gone through. Um, and so, um, yeah, it's, it's super important. Uh, go ahead, Haley. I know you were going to uh, chime in on that. Yeah, um, I totally agree with what you were saying about um, just giving them hope because there's 
especially during this time, it's easy to feel like you're so alone. Um, and especially with a home life that may not be the best, um, just somebody being able to reach out and say, Hey, I see you, you matter and you're important. And, um, I just think that that is such a value, especially during this time, um, not just with our girls, but with the community in general, um, family, friends, just reaching out to them and saying, Hey, I remember, I know, I know you're here. Um, even though I haven't seen you in six weeks. Um, but you know, as far as impacts, I definitely agree with everything that Sarisa was saying. Um, probably the biggest is the mentor side of it where the girls can't meet with us, can't escape, uh, mm -hmm. maybe a bad situation or, um, a, bad home life and take a break and come and visit us on Saturdays, you know, with the groups yeah. or call their mentor and say, Hey, can we go to Clay Casa? Can we go to Starbucks? You know, um, they're not able to have that interaction and that kind of time away, um, to be a kid. Yeah. Um, so that's probably the biggest thing that I think I've seen over the yeah. last six weeks. I think that's huge. Cause when people hear mentorship, they think, well, the mentorship is still going on because you're, you're still talking. But in this case, um, it's at a different level when you can, you said, use the word escape. I think it's true. You put them in a different, uh, environment and that new environment helps them kind of relieve some stress or relieve some stuff. And, and you're not able to do that when you're, you know, in your room, all day, all night. And yes, you might have a phone conversation with your mentor, but it's not the same um, because you want to be able to, they want to be able to leave their room, leave their home, be in a different environment that will help them, you know, see something different, feel something different. Um, and so that's, that's huge. Are you guys preparing for when COVID-19 not necessarily ends, but we have, you know, more ability to do things uh, in person. Are you guys already preparing for that and, and seeing how you're going to be able to interact, you know, in, in person? Yes and no. So we are still, we're still trying to, I guess, prepare um, for if it doesn't get lifted or if it continues to get extended. Yeah. Um, we're just, still trying to brainstorm about more creative ways to engage them. Um, and then when it does get lifted, what that will look like, mm -hmm. you know, maybe it's not big group activities anymore. Mm -hmm. um, maybe it's more of the small one-on-one -on -one meetings. Um, and then probably, you know, I don't know about the, the care packages and we've gotten such a good response from that. Um, yeah. You know, I don't, I don't know if that's a, we're still, I guess, internally talking about sure, what that looks yeah. like moving forward um, just because the response has been so good, especially from those in detention um, yeah. and in the placement facilities. Cause it, it has, like Haley was saying, it's just brought a lot of hope to them. Yeah. Um, and so, because we've always, we've always done like love notes and stuff where we, mm -hmm. you know, send, send notes and stuff to them, but you know, maybe, maybe the care package thing, we continue to do. I don't know. Yeah. So we, we are, we're talking about, I guess, both, both ends of that and what it could look like and trying to use what I guess could be seen as negative during this COVID season mm. um, and turn it to a positive of, you know, maybe we start doing things differently after this yeah. and what it potentially could look like moving forward. So yeah. we're still kind of, I guess, in those planning phases of, what yeah. it could look like. Yeah. A lot of companies, a lot of organizations are, are in the same boat that you are. They're trying to figure it out. And it, it kind of, you're having to 
do it slowly because you're also waiting on the government and you're waiting on our city officials to tell us what we can and can't do. And so it, it makes it really hard to to plan for the future when you don't know what that future is going to look like. Um, and so um, what what are some things that, you know, the our public, general public, your followers, um, our audience can do to help you guys during this, this time? Um, you want me to jump in? I'll answer this. Oh, yeah, you're fine. Go ahead. Okay. I, I'll let you answer about the care packages because you designed that whole, <laughs> whole thing. Um, one of the biggest things that we're trying to push during this time because everyone's at home is the education aspect of it. Yeah. Um, and so a big thing that we're asking the community to do is to become educated. Um, and so we're, we're really pushing our community engagement side with those virtual online presentations that we're doing. Um, and we're, you know, outlining a calendar really through the summer of, um, virtual presentations. So, um, we're, we have all of that on our Facebook page, um, but we also have on our website under um, upcoming events, we have a whole calendar where people can go and click on and sign up for an event. Whether yeah. you're a teenager, you know, you know, sign up for our Lures and Lies or you're a parent or even if you're not a parent and you just want to be educated, um, we're trying to push that aspect of it because as you know, with your organization, the more people that are educated the better it's going to be for our society. Yeah. The more they're able to recognize, you know, those red flags and um, be able to do something about it because they know something about it. Yep. So on that front, we're pushing that a lot, which is just educating people. So, you know, if you're listening to this and you haven't heard one of our presentations, go sign up for one. Um, you can do it in your pajamas on your couch. <laughs> you know, it's super easy right now. Yeah. You don't have to go somewhere. Um, or even if you're a business, you know, most of the businesses have gone virtual. Um, and in the past, we've done presentations for businesses with mm-hmm. all of their staff. So, you know, even if that's something that, it, whether you're a leader at your business or, you know, if, if your business wants to be educated, we're still doing those as well. You know, yeah. you can request a speaker for that and we'll just do it via Zoom like we've been doing it. And um, so on that side, I would say that's kind of our biggest ask of the the public and then yeah. of course we have financial needs <laughs> that we weren't really planning for or that was kind of unexpected with you know having to go virtual on the counseling mm-hmm. side and then all the mentoring stuff um which I'll let Haley touch on because we've created an Amazon list and you know all of that type of stuff that people could could yeah. help with with those care packages yeah. So I'll touch on both of those, the presentations and the financial side. So the presentations, tell me a little bit more about how does that work? Is, is it a, like a zoom? Is it a web or like a webcast? Um, is it a PowerPoint that they can download? How, how do they do that? So right now we're doing it on zoom. Um, so it's live in the moment. It's live. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So um, if you go onto our calendar and then just click on whatever date you want to do, um, then there's a link to register. And then once you register, you get the link to zoom and your email. Um, and then you just join at the time with yeah. the zoom and it is, it is live. So one of our presenters will be presenting, um, and then you'll be seeing the, the actual presentation, the slides awesome. as well while they're talking. Yeah. Um, and then afterwards you get emailed, um, a handout that has a bunch of information on it from basically notes, you know, from yeah. the, the PowerPoint. Um, and we've included 
on the parenting side, just a lot of resources for parents. Um, Because during this time, you know, your kids are at home, they're online a lot more than they would be if they were at school. Um, So we're trying to really beef up that the parenting side to have those resources for parents that just have no idea what's out there, you know, to be able to protect their, their kids. So um, after the, the live zoom, then they'll get that emailed to their email with those resources. Great. And so um, where can they find your calendar? Is it ransomlivetexas.org? Yes. So it's ransomlivetexas.org. Um, and then up at the top, I believe it's under take action and then it's upcoming events. And so okay. once you click on the upcoming events, there's a calendar that has all of the um, presentations on it. And then Great. you just click on the one that you want and register. Yeah, that's super easy um, for our audience. Like she said, it's a Zoom call, so you can get on there um, and you can be listening to it while you're driving or while you're, mm-hmm. you know, working, um, you know, answering emails, things like that. Um, and awareness is key. I think this is something that we can all do at this moment is become more aware of, you know, how everyone is being affected by COVID-19, especially this vulnerable population um, that is being sexually exploited and has gone through stuff and is going through stuff right now. Uh, we always get the question, what can I do to help you? Um, and we always answer with the more you can do is become more aware um, because the more aware you become, then um, you can, you know, you can actually identify it and you can report it. And so it's, it's, it's a huge component. Um, you also mentioned the financial side of things. We know that, you know, when it comes to technology and having to do things virtual, everything is so expensive. Um, and not only that, but you're probably trying having to buy items that you haven't bought like in large quantities before, like, you know, sanitizer, cleaning supplies, all this other crazy stuff. Um, what can people, what can they do to help you guys financially? Where can they donate? Um, tell us about that. Yeah. So, um, they can donate on our website. So ransomlivetexas.org. Um, at the top, there is a link that says give and you could donate that way, um, through the website. Um, and then if you wanted to tag it for mentoring, um, for the activity books, for the supplies that we're sending out for care packages, um, anything like that, you can just tag, write a little note that says for mentoring or care packages. Um, if you wanted it to go to community engagement um, with the presentations, you can tag it as that or just leave it blank and it'll and the funds will be um, distributed as we need them. But awesome. um, yeah. And what about your Amazon wish list? Can when they go on Amazon, where do they find your wish list? And how does that does that get sent to you guys? It gets does it get sent you know to someone else? Yeah. So right now, um, I'm only sharing the Amazon wish list uh, via email. Okay. Um, it is not public. If that's something that anyone is interested in, uh, you can contact us on our website, and we can send that link to you. Awesome. Yeah, you can. Um, we have a contact sheet on our website um but two if you just want to email us you can email us at info at ransomlifetexas.org um and we can send send out that amazon link that's great yeah i think our we have a very generous audience that is always looking to help and so we've invited them to, to donate you know to the other organizations that we've interviewed but you guys are doing an amazing job as well and and we, we need them to help you guys as well. And so we encourage our audience to uh, email them. If you have more questions, um, go on their website, Ransom Texas Life, <laughs> ransomlivetexas.org. <Yeah. laughs> uh, and, uh, 
you know, go on their website uh, and look for the donate option and, and definitely um, help them out because they, they needed the help right now. Um, as far as, aside from the wish list, do you guys need any goods? Like, are there needs for some of the stuff I mentioned, like sanitizer, clean supplies, or is that something that you're just not using right now because you're not meeting with people physically? Um, yeah, we're not really needing them. I guess the cleaning supplies yeah. side of things, um, because we aren't meeting physically with people. Uh, we've had a few people donate like face masks. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have sent those out to our girls. Good. good. Um, so that they could have them or their family could use that. Um, yeah. Cause like we were talking about earlier, you know, they might not have access to some of that, some of that stuff that other people do. So um, those type of things we've distributed, but as far as the cleaning supplies goes, we haven't really had a big need for that just cause we haven't been meeting in our yeah. group activities. Yeah. What's, what other things do you want our audience to know as we wrap up here? Uh, is there anything else that's on your heart that you want to share with them? So I think for me, just keep praying. Um, Like we talked about earlier is we have a loss of hope um, right now and not just in, you know, our community of girls, um, but in the, in the community and in the world in general. And so I think that that's probably the most important thing that we could ask you guys for is just to pray for um, the girls individually and the, the world. Yeah, that's, that's huge. Prayer, faith is huge. Um, the thing about prayer is that you don't have to uh, be with someone physically to be able to pray for them and that prayer be effective. And so, yes, we encourage all of our audience to say a prayer for not only Ransom Life, but everyone that they serve. Um, because if if this COVID-19 is not having a, it's not having a, a huge physical impact, uh, it's having a huge emotional uh, impact on people. And that's that's the, the fight that people are struggling with right now. And so prayer is going to be huge. Any last comments, thoughts, Teresa? Um, no, I was just, mine was kind of the same as Haley's just Mm -hmm. take action in some, you know, some way now that you are listening to this and you've heard whether that action is prayer, like Haley was talking about, or maybe it's getting educated and joining one of our presentations or donating, whatever that action is for that person. Um, just take action because you know, there's, there's that lack of hope during this time and, um, people that can do something, once they know about it, should do something. So Agreed. Yeah, education yeah. is power. And the more educated you become now, um, the more powerful we become against uh, human trafficking, against sexual exploitation. Um, and you all are on Facebook, Instagram as well, correct? Yes, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, actually. Okay, awesome. So... so A21 Freedom Chasers is constantly sharing information uh, on Ransom Life as well. Mm-hmm. We've been sharing, uh, you know, the... Zoom calls that you guys have and presentations. We'll continue to do that, but follow them on their Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook uh, so you can learn more about the things that they're doing. And also, don't forget to go to their website, ransomlifetexas.org, and check out the different options on how you can help as well. I just want to thank you ladies for joining um, Talk for Freedom today and, and telling us a little bit about the organization where you're at today. And hopefully here in a couple of months, we can come back and this will be a totally different conversation and we'll talk about, um, you know, how we got out of COVID-19 and, you know, the, the positive things that we're hearing about the people that you're serving as well. Yeah. Sounds great. Thank you. Thanks for having us. No problem. You guys take care and we'll talk to you soon. 
Thank you. Thank you for tuning into this episode with Ransom Life. Don't forget to rate us, leave us a comment, let us know how we're doing at what new information you want to learn about human trafficking on Talk for Freedom. Also, we're on Instagram. Give us a follow. We would love to engage with you. Thank you so much. We'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.